Hello. You've reached Hoop and Holler, a Square One podcast on basketball and other shenanigans. Danny Green, I'm mad at Danny Green. I just want to thank everybody that's been in my corner during this time. With Reagan Griffin Jr. Reagan, you're the best, man. I'm the clamp guy. I am the Giannis Antetokounmpo Whoa. of Lion Center. Eddie Sun. Probably won't get hired by, you know, ESPN anytime soon. Because <laughs> we don't got that clutch connection. And Julio Martinez. On uh, Giannis and the Bucks, I told you so, I told you so, I told you so. Please clap. It comes from at underscore underscore uh, KLU2 on Twitter. Bro, the fact that you knew there were two underscores before the to at underscore underscore KLU. He knows your that, Twitter. That means I'm tweeting it too much. But at, when it boils down, like, that's what we're here for is the yeah. basketball. Biggs, let's talk about him. <laughs> Anthony Davis, uh, Nikola Jokic, Bam Adebayo, Joel Embiid. I think this offs or this season's cat. Eddie's you know long lost love, his basketball crush, Carl Anthony Towns. Um, I think it is this. This season's been representative of what I think the NBA big is in its current state. Um, and the question's been tossed around a lot, especially after seeing the success of Anthony Davis, is, uh, you know, do you need a big to go be a viable team and go win a championship? Is the NBA big still alive? Um, I want to flip that question to you guys. What, what, what do you I think mean, about the state of the NBA big? Julio, I want you to choose your words very carefully. You, 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 got, you guys act like, like I hate all bigs. I, I love Anthony Davis. Like, there, I, I don't know if there's anyone he's not more heavy. that. That's know, why you love like, him. Like Anthony Davis's uh, game more than myself, I love bigs who can do what guards and perimeter players do, um, and that's why I was excited about the prospects of Anthony Davis because I think he's the most skilled big in the NBA. I know you guys might think Nikola. I think it's AD. Um, the only thing I don't like about Anthony Davis is that he gets hurt like ten times in a game. But other other than that, and that's beside the point. <laughs> um, is that you know skilled and talented bigs? Obviously, uh, um, bigs you know coming up in today's game are more talented, are more skilled. Um, they they you know focus on perimeter shooting, mid range shooting, dribbling, and all the sorts, which is super important. And when you can have a big who can a run the floor, b get their own shot in, in the mid range, and c you know just just you know play defense, those are all attributes that you. You for sure need in a championship team, but again, where I diverge from maybe a, a lot of NBA fans or you know analysts is that I just don't think a big man in today's game can be your best player. Maybe AD is the closest thing to that for me, just because he's so skilled and can do. You know, he was a point guard in high school until he got his growth spurt. But other than that, I mean, that that's where it draws the line for me. But the NBA big in today's game is the best big in like like today's big uh today's era is better than any other era that we've seen in basketball and it's amazing to watch but again that that's where i draw the line being the best player on your team uh they they just can't be so you're saying this era of bigs is better than like shaq hakeem days bigs i think the multitude of skill that, that's what i that's what i meant that's what i meant mm. no i'm the, just i'm just messing how, how many guys have so much skill nowadays is insane to me. How, like, the bigs that have, you know, all this skill. And, and that's what I kind of evaluate basketball talent. But uh, for any of you guys who don't know, Hakeem is the best center of all time, in my opinion. So, 
I don't want to disrespect him or Shaq, but yeah, yeah. I think that this cover conversation has been coming up a lot um, from the lens of like, what do the Warriors need to compete with um, the likes of Anthony Davis and Jokic? Because what they're really missing is a like um, good big. I mean, I, mean, I thought the, they had Draymond. Well, I say so. This is what I'm saying because Draymond is like not a traditional, like traditional as in like he's you know six ten at least kind of big, right? But I think what it really is is that any championship team that wants to contend has to have a defender that can match up with a big um, of the likes of Anthony Davis and Nikola Jokic. I don't think they need someone as offensively skilled as them to compete if you have uh, uh, good players elsewhere. But you just need someone who can at least hold their own against them. But see, so. that that's different than having a great big. I wouldn't consider, in I, I don't even know, uh, in Aaron Baines a great big. But can he be, you know, a center to a championship team? Let's say he, if he went to the Boston Celtics, hell yeah, he can be the starting center on a championship team. But he doesn't need to be a great big. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think I think that's where a lot of people are getting caught up. They're like, oh, the Warriors have to um, get Miles Turner or they have to draft uh, James Wiseman because, you know, they can't compete without um, having some sort of, like, skilled big on their team. And it's like, I don't think that's true at all. Um, and I uh, think oh. it's not it's not like bigs are, like, not necessary anymore. Like, I think the conversation in one way, like, tilted almost unnecessarily when – you know, the Warriors went small and everyone said, oh, like, bigs are getting run off the floor. Like, it's not like that anymore because, like you said, bigs are becoming more skilled. You know, they can move faster, you know, stick on guards, like, better. But at the same time, like, just because Anthony Davis and Jokic had a lot of success and BAM um, in these playoffs, it doesn't mean that teams are required to have, like, an above-average yeah. big on their team. Like, I think that's still the most replaceable position in basketball and, right and, now. And that's exactly what I wanted to end my point on. The piece that you need on a basketball team is a great wing. The big, you, you don't need an Anthony Davis. You don't need a, a Bam Adebayo. You can make it past with great wings and an Aaron Baines. That, that's what I'm trying to say. The wing position, the perimeter player is more important than the big. It, it, but your big still needs to be, you know, uh, be able to shoot maybe. And mostly defend and run the floor, obviously. Mm-hmm. But you don't need, just like you said, you don't need them to be AD, Jokic, or Bam Adebayo, or Joel Embiid. I'll say this. I think when we talk about the state of the NBA big, I don't think it's fair to point to a guy like Anthony Davis or like Nikola Jokic or Joel Embiid because those three, even Carl Anthony Towns, those guys seem like outliers to me. Those are more of guys who... Are specially gifted in that you can't expect there to be a multitude of guys to come through the league like that. Um, but when we look at a guy like Bam Adebayo, that's what I see the future of NBA bigs as. And your number one responsibility, you have to have somebody, I think you said this, Eddie, you have to have a player who can protect the rim. We saw this with the Clippers, not having somebody that can you know, match up with some of the best centers in the NBA and protect the rim, that's going to hurt you at some point or another. Um, no matter how good your perimeter defense might be. You have to have somebody down there who can keep people from getting the easiest shots in basketball layups and dunks. B, you have to be able to provide something to me on offense. And whether that's the verticality of a Rudy Gobert, whether that's the offensive versatility of an Anthony Davis, whether that's the passing ability of Nikola Jokic, the shooting ability of Carl Anthony Towns, 
the uh, pick and roll and, and ball handling ability of Draymond Green. You have to give me something. You know what I mean? So it, it, I think it's a combination of those two things. You have to be able to protect the rim. I need you to be able to move your feet. Lastly, I didn't even mention that. You have to be able to move your feet if you do get matched up on a um, on a guard or a wing. And then you have to be able to give me something on offense to where you're not just a waste of space. And I, I think it, it, I think that's feasible uh, for, for uh, a lot of kids would, coming up. Would you consider Rudy Gobert a waste of space on offense? No, hell no. That dude's about as good of a lob threat. Not as good as a lob threat as you can get, but that's a damn good lob threat. We saw how well uh, Donovan Mitchell was able to work with him in the playoffs. I don't think Rudy Gobert's a waste of space on offense at all. And plus, what he's giving you defensively is you know about as good as it gets in the NBA. So that's what I'm talking about when, I, when I'm thinking of the future of the NBA big. Um, but, but I don't know if it was you or Eddie, but didn't one of you guys mention that he, be, he became unplayable? I said that. I said that. I, I, I said that. It was when the um, whole Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert thing was popping off with um, when COVID hit and Rudy Gobert was doing something stupid and uh, people were thinking that one of them would have to be traded. Who would you trade? I was saying Rudy Gobert um, because he's virtually unplayable in the playoffs uh, because you can just pace him out to the perimeter. And then I saw, I want to shout out Ben Taylor. He's thinking basketball. I don't know if you watch him, Julio. I know you do, Eddie. Um, he did a really good breakdown on Rudy Gobert's film and actually showed me that his ability to slide his feet is not as bad as I thought. So virtually, un- virtually unplayable might not be the best term for it. Is he great sliding his feet? No, but he has the length to recover. So I think the fact that, you know, we saw what he's able to do. I mean, he, would, he didn't get played off the floor this year when he was playing the Utah Jazz and the Nikola Jokic and even they tried to use Nikola Jokic to bring him out to the perimeter right since Nikola Jokic can shoot and that still didn't neutralize Rudy Gobert as a defensive threat so I think it's um I, I think that there's definitely something to be said for Rudy Gobert um I, I would put him in that upper echelon of bigs in the NBA because that's somebody who protects the room with the best of them and he still gives me something on offense in terms of vertical threat so I think that's what the future of NBA bigs are. I think you just have to have a level of versatility and skill that you didn't necessarily. And I, I don't want to say that old bigs aren't skilled because I hate that that um, I hate that narrative. It's just a different sort of skill, and they were being utilized in a different way, and they were being asked to use those post moves because that the game was very post centric. Um, now you're going to be asked to be instead of strong and agile, I need you to be a little bit quick and be and have be able to move in space better. Um, but the skill is still there. It's just going to look a little differently. But yeah, even though we've seen the evolution of a big, you know, take several, several steps forward, um, the way that, you know, in the ways that they're utilized in what they can do, all that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We, you know, their importance, I guess, in basketball has still diminished. But no, like, it has not. Back then, no, it has not. No, back, no, no, it has because back then you needed a big to be your best player essentially, to be a centerpiece of, of your offense of your whole team. Did Nowadays you? you don't need, like I said, you don't need your big to be great. Aaron Baines is not great, but he would be a good piece on a championship team, and he can be a starter. Did you need a big to be the centerpiece of your entire? I mean, I mean, did you, you watch the Last Dance? If you weren't Michael Jordan. Your team needed a big team. No, no, no. I, I mean, until Michael Jordan came. Uh, was, was a big the focal point of that and, Celtics and, team? And, 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 and it's because Michael Jordan, just like you said, isn't talking about outliers. He's an outlier. When he retired and wasn't playing in the NBA, who won the championships? Akeem Olajuwon, Tim Duncan, David Robinson. These are the guys who won the championships when he wasn't playing. Just because Michael 
Hornets better than them. I, I mean, it's because he's a wing and he's. All right, well, the let's best talk about the Celtics, right? The, I, the, granted, they had Kevin McHale, but you know, anyone who knows basketball knows that that was Larry Bird's team. I mean, McHale Parish. Like. Okay, no, no, no. But can we not like agree that the like they they're not they're just not the centerpiece of your team anymore. Or much less. I don't think they ever had to be. I think they mm, often I, were, but I, it was never that they oh, had to okay, be. Okay, that, that, that's fine. They often were, and now they're not at all. I mean, shoot. Uh, when we look at that Lakers team that just won the championship they, they, this he's year. Not, he's not the centerpiece, though. He's not the centerpiece. I mean, you said it yourself. That team was at his best when Anthony Davis was the best player on the court. I mean, like, I don't think... I don't think this is hard. Like, are teams scrambling to find the next great big? Like, teams were going. Were teams crazy. ever scrambling to find the next great big? Teams were going crazy over Dwight Howard and DeAndre Jordan six years ago, or however long ago that was, right? Like, no. Because one... they were talented basketball players, not because they were bigs. No one's. At, I don't think at any point in NBA history, were teams sitting back and saying, "Well, I have to have a center to win a championship." Yes. It was. I need to yes, collect the were. most talent. That's exactly yes, how were. the conversation was. When. You, y'all, y'all, y'all show me that, I mean, that conversation being had. Wait, hold on. Literally, when the Warriors first came up, it was they can't win a championship because they don't have you know size, right? Like that was a whole conversation. But it wasn't like it was a necessity. It was it, like it wasn't like we have to have an All Star caliber big to go win a championship. You had to have somebody who was competent down there, which we all just agreed is still the case. I think it's almost like verbatim. People were saying Aaron that you Baines need is not an All Star. A competent big is what I said. We all agree that you need a competent big, but I don't think anyone was ever thinking that you have to have an all-star caliber big to win a championship in the NBA. Al Gasol, Kevin Garnett, Andrew Bynum, these are all guys who are all-stars. It's literally been, in the history of the league, like always the number one objective, it seems like, to get yourselves like the best big possible on your team until like 20... No, it was to collect the most talent possible. It's always been collecting well, I mean, most okay, talent. Of course, it wasn't. But like, and it was like, ne- it was never that you well, had to have a but big. Like, but like, if you it was oftentimes choose... they were bigs because bigs were like a high premium. But that's my, there that's... was a lot of bigs. Yeah, like that's, that's what exactly, I'm saying. Exactly our point. That's exactly our point. It wasn't that you had to have a big though. There were just a lot of really talented bigs. Like, I've, there's a difference in those like two things. Team philosophy. Team philosophy was size centric right for the longest time until like. Now, when we embrace the ideas of positional versatility and things like that, that's right? a good way to put it. I mean, yeah. like they were playing two seven footers on the court for a reason, right? Like because those on. were two damn good seven footers. It was like you know, I it, mean, they were playing damn Omer Ashik and Dwight Howard on the floor at the same time. Teams were just doing it because that's what teams did until yeah, that's what teams you did, know, yeah. un- until the Warriors and, and other teams just demolished that idea. Okay, I'm failing to see the point in NBA history where you guys are saying that. You hit, people were saying, okay, we cannot go win a championship without an all-star caliber big. Are, when are, was this? Are people more cla- this is my point. Are people more clamoring for bigs now or back then? Just, just, just that simple. I think people have always clamored for talent. No, no, no. Just, for just, talent. Just, and there were talented just, bigs because that's how bigs were taught coming up. Right, to have skill in the post. And it was a post-centric here's, game. Here's a good example. Here's a good example. How about we look at the at the at all the number one picks in history, I guarantee you that the number one that the that the number of number one picks of bigs has gone down tremendously. I mean, Joel Embiid was just picked number one That's a couple one. years back. He was, he was, Carl Anthony Towns was picked number one. Embiid was three. So okay, well, the, I mean, I'm looking at the upper echelon of the draft. You had DeAndre Ayton was just picked. That's like the, the people are still picking bigs at high rate. DeAndre Ayton was the number one overall pick. Um, That's four. 
I mean, how many years do you want to go back? Uh, doggone, what's the name? Anthony Bennett was a big that got picked high. He wasn't a big. Anthony Bennett, uh, what I'm saying, like, center, like, traditional centers. I mean, I think that's a good point. Like, people were um, were reaching for Kwame Brown and Michael Olawokandi just, just to get a bro. big body. Oh. I mean, I feel like that's not even an argument, like, at all. I mean, the yeah. argument isn't that, you know, have bigs... I mean, I'm still failing to see the argument that you guys are posing. Is that, you know, bigs are less of a premium now than they were before? That, yeah, because exactly. you don't need them to be your best player. But you've always needed a big, and you still need you a big. You don't need them to be great. You don't need them to be great. Te- uh, teams and- have always been on the philosophy that you need a great big to win... <laughs> Unless you were the seven seconds or less. I mean, even that they had Amari. But unless- when was the last team without a good big? And I'm throwing Draymond in here because you said to yourself that the idea of an NBA big has changed to where a guy like Draymond can be a big. That's one, and that's LeBron James. And he won one chip in the past okay, what years? And then keep going. When's the last time that a non-big has been part of a championship? But like that's our whole point, that Draymond subverted the idea of what a big is. But bigs are still premium. I'm saying, like, you guys are... I, I'm saying the current definition of a big has evolved. I'm not trying to argue that point, but, but bigs no, are always no, going to be of vital importance to the NBA. But, that, but that's exactly my point, and it's, and, it's, and it's ironic that, yes, the definition of a big has evolved. They've gotten more, you know, they can do more things... Be, whether it's because they can do it themselves or whether it's because coaches put them in that in those positions but they've evolved yet the the importance of a big has tailored off no it's not because you still need i mean that that's still a premium even though it's evolved to where bigs are different you still need a damn good one to be good i mean that again, that's where I disagree because people are saying like the Warriors need to go get you know a. James I mean, Draymond Wiseman. is a big. We all agree on this. Okay, that I mean. So if if Draymond is the evolved version of a big, then when's the last time that a team was good without a big, except for the LeBron James team, which was LeBron fucking James. Well, I mean, like so basically, on any given floor, just like with the Houston Rockets, like PJ Tucker is a big for them. Right, like of course there's gonna be someone who plays the role of like an interior size presence. I mean, I wouldn't even throw PJ Tucker in there as a big. That's not a big to me, and that team wasn't all that great this season. But like, if that team was more successful, people would be designating him as like the quote unquote big because he had to bang down low with the. That's base. not true. I mean, people have been saying that shit from the jump. Is that PJ Tucker's not a center? There were memes about this. PJ Tucker is six foot five. I mean, people are doing that with Draymond in 2014. I mean, Dray, I mean the I mean, dude can protect the rim with the best of them. That's not P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker is just a body that can bang down low. There's differences here, and you know that. Okay, okay, okay. From, from I'm taking this from 1968. <laughs> oh, my God. Center, center, center. Guard, center, center, center. Are we really going to run all the way through 2020 with this, bro? No, I'm not. I'm not okay, I'm thank not. God. I was going to be like, we're going to need 10 exactly, minutes. No, but it, but, it, but it tells you my point. I'm, I'm going to keep going. Center, forward, Are we in forward, 73 center, yet? Center, 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 center. I mean, it, the list keeps going. And then when you get to the 2000s, in 2010s, in 2015, in 2020, I mean, the you don't see that same rate. You don't. You just don't. 
I mean, this was the argument of the, you know, Greg Oden, Kevin Durant, you know, whole draft was like, oh, you know, yeah. well, do you get Greg Oden because you need a big or do you get, you know, you the damn big. seven footer who couldn't do six oh. footer stuff? I'm saying, do you think that we can feasibly put a good team together in today's NBA without a player who can protect the rim, slide their but feet and switch and, and be a, a damn good big? We're not saying that. We're not saying that. We're saying we're not, like we're saying like we don't you don't need a, a James Wiseman on a team to be like well successful. I'm so, we've all agree okay we all agree that the NBA big has evolved that definition is not the same that it was a couple years ago one hundred percent so in this current evolution of the big do you think that that player is vital to a team's success yes but but the, but that's that's the argument that's but, what I've been saying you my, need a player no, like but, that but my whole point is that players like Anthony Davis and Nikola Jokic even though that they're a more modern big they resemble the same size and like movements of a traditional big meanwhile you have guys like Draymond who literally would have been like a small forward just not that long ago I don't disagree with you so like that's, but that's what the definition of a big now but is. like what what at least what I was saying is that a lot of people are saying you know the Warriors or any other team in order to compete with the likes of the Lakers and AD and the the Nuggets and Jokic need you know a traditional ish kind of like big you know and and I don't think that's true because I think and this is what you're saying that you can have a guy like Draymond play the five you know, for the majority of his minutes and still be good. You can have even a P.J. Tucker, I think, and be pretty good. Um, you can, you know, like, you can find bigs and manufacture bigs out of almost anything. And if you need a guy who can rim run, all you need to do is find a guy who can jump block shots and, you know, is like 6'11", right? And, like, our point is that bigs are more replaceable than ever, and you still need a good big mm-hmm. to be on a winning team. But the thing is, the definition of a big is so much more diverse than any other position in basketball and more diverse than it's ever been in NBA history. Mm-mm. I mean, you can't just go find a random dude who's six eleven and, and can jump and block shots and just plug him into any team, and that's a good team. I'll, I'll hold uh, to that because I mean, we no, saw two the two Western Conference teams were Anthony Davis at center, essentially Nikola Jokic at center. And he, I, I'm I'm will never discredit the value of a of an outside perimeter player in today's league. That's not what I'm trying to do. But you had Anthony Davis down there. You had Nikola Jokic down there. You had Bam Adebayo, and then you had Daniel Tice. So that's the outlier there. Three out of four of those guys are top five centers in the NBA right now. And I don't think there's a there's a that's an anom or a uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't think that's an accident. The fact that we saw the success, and granted, you had Joel Embiid because they don't have a perimeter player. But the argument is that you need both. You need an elite. A uh, big today's definition of a big. Don't need an elite big. You don't need an elite big. You don't. I think. I think. Aaron, I think this is why. Aaron they're... Baines is not an elite big, and he can be the starting center for a bunch of teams who can contend. I mean, I think this is why the conversation is being had right now because three of the four conference finalists had really good bigs, but. I mean, again, like you had the Warriors not, you know, a year ago, the, the Blazers had Enos Cantor as their big that, that made it that far. Um, who played? Like Toronto had Gasol and Ibaka, who were pretty good, I guess. I mean, but I don't, think, like, yeah. I don't if, think they if, were all star caliber, right? As, as, I mean, as, two of them combined, because, right, they used both of them to culminate into what was a damn good big, right? When they had to have an offensive so again, presence, like, again, they so, used Bar Gasol when they had needed a defensive so, presence. Again, So we're saying, like, you can, again, like, manufacture production out of the big spot. Like, you know, you don't need, like, Bam is great. AD is insanely great. Jokic is also insane. But, like, you don't need those guys to be successful. 
because again, that's an idea that would you have not considered Marcus All a top ten center that season with the Raptors? Yeah, I mean, if he was a top ten, he wouldn't be put in a timeshare with Serge Ibaka. Well, he was. Mm. Y'all, y'all are kind of oversimplifying it, but I guess the point is that I'm trying to make is that we can't just discredit the NBA big and say that you can throw any old Joe Smo yeah. down there who's competent with his feet and can jump and you be a good team. That's not what uh, that. That's never going to be the case. I, see, and here's my thing. I, I, you look, I, I love the Miami Heat, as you guys know, and everybody knows. They're my second favorite team in the NBA this past season. But if the Brooklyn Brooklyn Nets, if everybody was fully healthy, they would not get past the Nets. And that's my the, the Nets don't have a great big. I mean, have, what does I mean? Jared Allen is a dude who can block shots big. at an elite level. He does nothing but jump, dunk the ball, and block shots, which is what you want from. But a he center. does all those <laughs> things at an elite level. Like, are we going to act like Jared Allen is not one of the best shot blockers in the NBA? One of the best rim runners in the NBA. A guy who can yes. move his feet on the perimeter. And that Jared Allen is, is a damn good center. He's a good big. He's a good big. He is not elite. He's not. Is elite. he average? He's like a little he's bit a above average. average. He's above. I mean, you need a fucking good one. You need a good one. Oh. We're, we're not. De- we're not debating that. We're not debating that. You're saying you need like an all star. You need big. a good point guard. When did I, I mean, say you need an all star big? You need a fucking good one to be good. That, that's always a, going to be the case. You need, you need a good point guard. You need a good shooting guard. You need a good. <laughs> I mean, do you? We can argue. I mean, uh, we saw a team with a uh, damn Harrison Barnes at small forward go win. You need a good perimeter presence. Who can dominate the ball? Who can shoot? They, who can do all the perimeter-centric things that matter? And you need somebody that can hold down the interior as well. We watched Nikola Jokic shit on the Clippers because they didn't have a guy like that. That doesn't make you elite. That doesn't make you. Elite. That's what I'm saying, right? Like we're asking. For I'm not saying you need minimum. an elite big. That's why I'm saying, I, like literally the beginning of this conversation, I said I separated guys like Anthony Davis, like Carl Anthony Towns, like Joel Embiid. Those guys are elite. But when I look at the future of the NBA big, it looks like Bam Adebayo. It looks like Jared Allen. It looks like these guys who are insanely talented players who can not, do a lot not, of. They're not elite. I don't. I, don't I mean, there's only I mean, so I many think, players that can be I elite. Think, I think Bam is insanely talented, but on the scale of like Jarrett Allen's to Nerlens Noel's, like again, you can find a lot of. Oh my guys God! I know you didn't just equate Nerlens Noel and Jarrett Allen. Are they that different? Yes. Uh, uh, well, uh, See, this is what I be talking about. Folks don't give a shit about bigs anymore. Nerlens Noel and Jarrett Allen are so fucking what? different, what? and so like there's so many light years between them in terms of talent. It's ridiculous. Are you kidding me? Okay. 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 No, no, but but here, but here's the thing. What what's the last thing on the list? Uh, let, let's take one team for example, the Lakers. Uh, what's their? I don't want to say their last priority, but frankly, their last priority on, on this free agency, on this offseason, on trade off trading and, and everything. If a a big. If Javale opts out and if the and, and goes to another team and Dwight, let's say, goes to the Warriors. I'm not worried at all. Because you have Anthony Davis, my nigga. Like, you got Anthony Davis. You're good. You you, you check the big box. But those guys are replaceable. If Daniel Tice leaves... They're replaceable because you have Anthony Davis. Let me ask you this. If Anthony Davis pulls a fast one and signs in Chicago, I bet your ass is nervous. No, take the Boston Celtics. All right. What about him? If Daniel Tice leaves, are you worried? Shit. No, I mean, I'm worried with Daniel Tice because it's like I need somebody better than that. 
I thought he could shoot, protect the rim, and... But he's not, like, I'm saying, there's a difference between a fucking Bam Adebayo and a Daniel Tice. You can't just throw somebody in there, and he does all of the things at a pretty good level, but Daniel Tice, to me, is like a middling center in the NBA. You need somebody better than that. You need a top 10 center. You need a top 10 To go compete for a chip, yes. Mm. I'll I'll make that claim right now, and I'll stand 10 toes on it. You need a top 10 center in this league to go. Aaron is not a top 10 center, and he can be the starting center on a championship team. Show me. Show me. Like, I... Show me. Show me. I mean, we have to see it in practice, I suppose, but like... If the the Nets win a chip, is Jared Allen a top 10 center? I'd have to think about it, but Jared Allen, if he's not a top 10 center right now, he's damn close to They're about to start DeAndre Jordan over him, and he's about to... I mean, if they stop... I mean, the the thing is, if they start DeAndre Jordan, he's not going to play more minutes than Jared Allen, but if Jared Allen's not a top 10 center as it stands right now, he's damn close to it. You cannot deny that GMs now are less clamoring for the big than they were back then. I mean, that's just a fact. That's absolute fact. Sure, because you, fact. I mean, it's, it, you're, 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 I guess, out perimeter centric. The special ones are hard to come by, but the point still stands that you need a top 10 big. Show me the top, the non top 10 big team that you're confident in saying that team can go win a chip right now. It's not about the team, it's about. You, you can plug and play. Aaron, exactly. again, you can't Aaron plug and play just random dudes into, to get the same sort of production. You just can't. Let's not diminish the value of, of some of these dudes that are doing damn good things around the league. We look at... Uh, okay. Uh, I mean, okay. If, if the Clippers won the championship like everybody expected them to be, Ivica Zubac is not a top 10 big. What am I going to say, Eddie? If what cows am I gonna and say? chocolates, whatever. <laughs> if cows, I mean, they didn't. And they didn't because they got shat on by Nikola Jokic. Do we not see the pattern here? So no. they could have just got Aaron Baines and won the And chip. they still would have got shat on. Aaron Baines, Again, like... Again, Miami has the better big up against the Nets. Who wins that series? I mean, I'm not... Don't, don't... Okay. My argument isn't whoever has the better big wins the series. But my argument is that you need a fucking good one to go to the lengths of winning a championship. Well, we agree, but me and Eddie agree. No, y'all don't. Y'all saying you can just go get, no, like, any I, random old I mean, dude. You, said you need a... You, 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 like, have, you, you need, have to have a good big. Like, you have to have a top 10 center. No, no, I'm, not, I'm not, making not that claim. 10, not top 10. Okay, so, so show me the non-top 10 center that you can go win a chip with in practice. Not in theory, but in practice. Brooke Lopez is a top 10 center in this league. You have, like, 20 top 10 bigs right now. Bro, do you want me to go list the top 10 right now? I can go list the top 10. I mean, we don't have to do Anthony all Davis. Okay. Carl Anthony. This isn't any specific word, but I'm just throwing people out there. Anthony Davis, Joel Embiid, Carl Anthony Towns, Nikola Jokic, Bam Adebayo. Um, Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Uh, uh, Nikola Vucevic. Yeah, Nikola Vucevic. Uh, DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton's one. Uh-oh. <laughs> you're not Steve, Steven Adams. You yes. said, I like Steven Adams a lot. I'm not sure he's a top 10 center. You said, you said Jared Allen. I said, Jared, I'm I'm going to be like fair here, and I'm going to make sure I don't have 10 dudes in, in my mean, head. You said Draymond is a big, right? Yeah. I mean, Draymond, I mean, Draymond Green as he was, right? Not as he is. I don't think Draymond Green in his current state is a top 10. As he was, yeah, he was a top 10. If he's the same dude. I mean, the dude that we saw this year, not the same dude that we saw in the Golden State Warriors dynasty years. Brooke Lopez is right outside of that top 10. I mean, Brooke Lopez, Jared Allen, these are all guys who are knocking at the door top 10 center. Again, Aaron Baines might be 20 on that list. You can win with him. Where? You can go win a chip with him? 
Show me these things in practice. You can win a chip with Rudy Gobert. Show me the evidence. I'm just saying, show me these things in practice because I can show pinpoint to you elite top yeah. 10 bigs going and winning championships in every don't, year. Don't, in don't, every don't, year, don't. I can go point that to you. Show me the average bigs winning championships. Show me MB. Huh? I can show you Anthony Davis won last year. What's up? Cat, Cat, Jokic, Embiid. I don't have to show you specific dudes going winning championships. I can just go look at the track record of people who've won championships and look at the bigs that done it. Like who? Anthony Davis won this year. Last year you had Marcus Gasol and Serge Ibaka. We can oh, have, we can make the argument, but do we? Uh, I mean, hear me, hear me out here. They're not top ten. They're not they're top not. ten. You're right. They're not top ten. You're right. But. Are we not going to act like injuries didn't have a huge thing to play there? You you just defeated your own argument. How did I defeat my own argument? Are we not going to act like the Warriors weren't going to win that chip if they were healthy? So what, DeMarcus Cousins would have have been your example? I mean, Deion, the fucking, your boy, dude. I can't believe, I cannot believe the rate at which Eddie's son is turning his back on Draymond Green after all of the late night, four o'clock in the morning conversations that we've had where you cape for Draymond Green when I'm trying to go to sleep. You're going to turn his back on him here I on this podcast, you're going to turn your back love, on the boy? I love, but how are you going to give the credit to Draymond Green if they would have won the championship? If the biggest factor is the wing... I'm not saying that the big is more important than the wing, but all I'm saying is that let's not diminish the importance of the big. They can both be important. The wing is more important. I can, I can see that to you, Julio. The, the wing is more important. The guard is probably more important, but you're not going to win a championship without that top 10 big. Yeah. No. Yeah, bro. I mean, we were we were right there. We were I so mean, close. I'm not, I'm, I don't Mark even want to. I don't. I don't even want to hammer out this argument anymore. But but just seven years ago, teams would have said on the on the list of importance, it probably would have been big, more important than wing, more important than guard. Now it's flipped around where you know you can debate between guard and wing, but bigs are undoubtedly at the bottom of this list. Like that, I think that kind of just proves at least me and Julio's point that. The big now more than ever is, you know, like they need to do stuff, but they don't need to do what people thought they needed to do just seven years ago. It's just seven years. It's not that long ago. That, that's a good way to put it. On, on the priority list of a GM to go out and get free agents, draft, drafting, trading for people. I mean, the, the big has transitioned from number one to number two to maybe number to last now to last. The ultimate goal of a general manager in any era of basketball has always been to collect talent. Whether that talent looked like a guard, whether that talent looked like a wing, whether that talent looked like a center, it was always to collect talent. How come KD has far more talent than Greg Oden? But, like, I mean, also... I mean, do you want me to answer for that bum-ass decision? I can't answer for, like, <laughs> no, some like, stupid decision. I can't answer for a stupid decision. Every I mean, if I'm if I'm sitting in the GM seat, no, no, you think no, no, I'm no, picking no, no, Greg no. Oden? No, no, no. No, every time they speak about Michael Jordan being picked third, it's because they Portland wanted a big in Sam Bowie. Because they already had Clyde Drexler. You can have multiple wings. But That's like, exactly. But the also, like, I feel like you're you're that. assuming in this case that talent is distributed equally. Like, there's equal talent and equal impact between guards, wings, and bigs, and that's just not true. I literally yeah. just conceded the fact that the wing is more important and the guard is more important. Than, I mean, when we talk about you have to have a perimeter-centric player who can make shit happen on the perimeter. Having somebody at either the guard or the wing position is more important than having that big. But what I'm not going to do, the hill that I'm dying on here is that you cannot, even if you have that already, 
That alone is not enough. You have to have somebody in the interior who's making shit happen for you at a top 10 level. That's the hill that I'm dying on here, and I'm not budging on that because when we look at precedent, and I know we're in a shifting NBA, but even if we look at recent precedent, that's still been the case. You're right, Tristan Thompson. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's LeBron, bro. That Take that up with exactly. Eddie, bro. Because his team fumbled the bag. Take that shit up with Eddie, bro. Take I mean, that shit up with Eddie. I mean, that ain't got nothing to do with me. I mean, I apologize. Andrew Bogut would have been the top 10 big in this case, I guess. Andrew Bogut was never, bro. Y'all are y'all are greasing me right now, bro. It's not that deep. It's I not mean, that deep. All, all, all my point was supposed to be was that. Oh, my that. God. We just <laughs> went for an hour, bro. This is supposed to be a 30-minute episode. But, I mean, all I was saying was that. Folks are saying that the Warriors have, you know, the number one priority must be to find someone who can match size and can, you know, do battle with Anthony Davis and Jokic. And, I mean, they already have that on the team with Draymond, but people are still struggling to grasp the idea that a big can be 6'5 and not 6'11. And I'm not, that's And not, I, get, I get that okay, you're not talking right, about that, and okay. we venture into something totally different that I didn't think we'd get into. But that's just my point, that I can't believe in 2020, people are still talking about the center, like, you know, unless you're Anthony Davis or Jokic, that there's still some sort of great commodity. Like, they're not. You know, go out and go get, like, Aaron Baines, like you said. I love Aaron Baines. Go out and get Nerlens Noel. Like, mm. that'll, that'll do you about as good as, you know, giving a bunch of assets for Miles Turner or using that pick on James Wiseman will. Anyways, that was my final point. Bro. I, I agree. I 100% I agree. agree with both of you. The NBA big is not the same. And for the people out there that think that you have to have a 7-foot, 260-pound guy that's down there blocking shots and banging down low and doing all the things that you would have done in 2004, they're dumb. That's not what I'm trying to say here. You don't need a fucker like that. You haven't needed a dude like that in this league for a while. But what you need is somebody that does the things that NBA bigs in today's iteration of the NBA do. You need somebody who does those things at a high level in order to be a good basketball, not in order to be a good basketball team, but in order to get to the point where I think we all agree one we want to go here for building a championship team. You need somebody who's doing those things at a high level. That's never going to change. No matter what the definition of a big is, you're going to need someone that does big things at a high level. That's never going to change. Aaron Baines does nothing at a at a super high level. He does everything Bro. at. Good I must have missed Aaron Baines championship rings or something, bro. I must have, I, I must have missed. Gobert. You saw Anthony Davis win. MVP. You saw yeah. Bam Adebayo yeah. in the in the NBA yeah. finals. You saw doggone uh, Draymond Green tear it up they for some odd years. You saw Chris Bosh down in Miami. You saw Tim Duncan in, in San Antonio. Man, we saw these things. You saw Pal Gasol. I'm keeping. I'm going back and back and back, man. And I don't want to go too far back because we're in a different NBA than we were in the. But even in this, that's limited. If we go back for the past six, seven years, man, was Draymond Green an elite big by your definition, Eddie? At the time, oh, the Warriors were at their peak. He absolutely was, but people didn't even want to think of him as and, a big. And they were, and they were dumb for thinking well, like that. A hundred percent. That's the answer. That's the answer to solve your question, right? Of winning a championship. What? <laughs> That, that, that's the answer, right? That the, uh, An elite big like Draymond Green. No, it's because they had the best shooter of all time. Would they have won those chips without Draymond? No, probably not. And there you go. With and KD, there you go. With KD? Oh, with KD, with KD yeah. Probably. I mean, well, okay, of course, if you got fucking two top ten players all time on the same team, that team's going to go win a chip. But would the original iteration of that Warriors dynasty have won without Draymond? Uh, no, LeBron would have won with Tristan Thompson. Bro. 
Or Timofey Mozgov. <laughs> I mean, or we Timofey Mozgov. Or, or, or Zenid uh, something Ilgauskas on, on when he had him in Cleveland. Y'all are greasing, man. Y'all are greasing. We're, we're, we're too deep into this episode. I'm just going to have to be the guy who capes for NBA bigs. I didn't think I would be in this position at this point in time, at this point in my career. I didn't think I'd be this guy, but I guess I am. But let it be known before we get about here. I cape for the modern version of NBA bigs, not what the old view of they, NBA bigs. And even though we might disagree on that, they, I'm not going to paint myself to be like you need fucking Kendrick Perkins down there to be good. That's not what I'm saying at all. You need a elite modern big to be good. Not elite. Top 10 modern big to be good. Top 10 modern big to be a championship caliber team. That is my point. I want to make sure we're all clear on that. I'm sure we they still disagree. You, they, they give you a luxury, but it's not a necessity. It, that's just the best way to put it. Mm, I disagree, but we've been. A, <laughs> you don't a, want to go a, a LeBron, LeBron and Aaron Baines is better than AD and some uh, a, a guard or wing on Aaron Baines' level. Bro, of course I didn't. Mm, I'm not saying that the wing is not more important than the big. I'm not trying to say that. I'm not trying to say. I'm not trying to say that perimeter creation is not more important than the big. But you gotta have both. If I'm making spaghetti and meatballs, I need fucking spaghetti. No, you need both and I need equal. meatballs. You need both. Equal. But you know what else I need? I'd like to have some tomato sauce too, and that shit is important. If you want some bland ass fucking pasta and some bland ass meatballs, and you, I mean. Cook. Huh? You didn't even cook. You Did you really go there, Julio? Did you really go there? I don't cook. You eat Eddie, you want to have for dinner tonight? Cereal for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Nope, I had cookies for lunch. I didn't eat breakfast, and I had french fries with lemon pepper seasoning for dinner. So you can't tell me I can't cook, because I threw them just in the air fryer, and they were gas. Uh, stop, stop embarrassing yourself while you have to still have the chance. Hey, man. All I know... Because I'm standing ten toes on that can, argument. Can you can you concede the idea that on the priority list of a GM? I've cons- consought. Big, I've consought this. I've consent. Big, <laughs> bigs went from first and now they're last. I think talent has always been the most important thing, whether that was in the form of a big, a guard, or a wing. People have always prioritized talent in this league. No, but can you concede what I said? If I'm saying on the list... That's why they drafted Greg Oden and Sam Bowie over Michael Jordan and Kevin Durant. That would never happen in this NBA right now. That would never... Thank you. Thank you. Would it make y'all feel better if I said, if, I, if I'm if i building a team, I'm going to find my top 10 big last? Sure, but you won't find any top 10 bigs at that point if you're going through the other, other positions. Unless I draft well. I mean, I feel like that's just restating what we were, you know, saying... I mean, I mean, you got do you agree or disagree, and this is ultimately my point. Can you be a championship caliber team without a top ten modern big? Marcus top ten Gasol. modern big, like like what what the big is in today's NBA? Can you be a championship team without a top ten version of that? I think so. We've yet we we've yet to see it, but we're starting to. I mean, again, it's only been seven years. Like we're going, we're going to see it. There's your evidence. You know, I mean, LeBron I mean, James was... I know, like, that's I know, an anomaly. Like, I, know, know, like, I know we don't have time to use, but I bet you, like, on the, the, the favorites for next year, like, the Vegas favorites, like, a lot of them probably... The Vegas favorites said the Lakers didn't even have a 
Julio the Lakers, get on his ass for it. The, the Lakers were the number one favorite team. In what was that? ESPN. Season. I'm getting it confused with. I mean, ESPN models are are shitty and stupid. But like, I'm saying, if you go look at next year's like championship favorites by odds, like a lot of them probably have like you know a fringe good big and probably not a top ten big. If you look at like the Warriors and the Nets and the I mean, Celtics. I need to see these things in practice. I mean, in the Nets, I, Jared Allen, like I said, if not a top ten big, he's knocking on the door. I mean, so top twelve, top fifteen, top. No, like, no, like no, top no, 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 no. You know, the, the top ten caliber, top ten caliber. That that's the that's the point here. And we'll see. I mean, we'll, we're gonna keep on doing this podcast. This podcast ain't going nowhere. So shit, we'll we'll be able to see in, in time whether or not non top ten caliber bigs can go win championships. Man, we'll 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 go have we'll have time to see it. But that'll do it for this insanely long episode that kind of went off the rails a little bit there but thank you guys so much for tuning in as always go check out all the social media stuff at sqr1 media on instagram and twitter at sqr1 hoops on instagram and twitter that's twitter's going ham with eddie you know doing all his stuff with the with the what would you tweet the other day like something about d-lo yeah d-lo and, and you know tired of the d-lo slander man eddie went anti-analytics that was that was a new one i didn't think that was going to happen anytime soon but good to know that you can that you're staying you know i have i've broad perspectives that's broad perspectives that's a good way to put it good good to know and we just saw some broad perspectives on this episode i hope you guys enjoyed it thank you so much for tuning in we'll see you next time This has been the Hoop and Holler podcast.